B98.5's Tide and Direct Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. It's every parent's worst nightmare, and every parent seemingly has, on one level or another, experienced their kid running off on them. Oh, I thought you were talking about when you burn one side of the cheese, one side of the cheese quesadilla, because it's the end of the world, Tad. Oh okay. We're talking about this uh, three-year-old who just split on his parents and was seen walking around a uh, a subdivision. Oh my gosh! Um, this happened locally. I forget the. Time. I think it was Conyers. Conyers. And uh, was able to fortunately tell the cops, like, here's my, and I have a mom, a dad, a cat, here's the car <laughs> we have, and then we're able to connect them. But I'm telling you, everybody I talked to about this and on our Facebook page is like, yeah. Yeah. What happened when your kid ran off? Autumn in Lawrenceville? Yeah. So fun. <laughs> <laughs> Girls beach trip, four of us. Go down to Gulf Shores. My youngest is two. He's digging this trench. Every so often, we see this like, blonde hair pop up, and we know he's still <laughs> digging in the hole. Right. Great. Anyways, a few minutes goes by, and we don't see him pop up. And I think, oh, oh, no. So we run up to the hole, and he's not there. So we're, like, looking frantically in the ocean, not there, looking left, looking right. And, uh, of course, me, like, not the smart one. I just, like, take off and pick a direction and start running like a crazy person. <laughs> but my smartest friend of all, the one that knows always what to do, decides to go to the lifeguard stand, tell the lifeguards, and the lifeguards each radio each other. And ah. she's the one who ended up found, found my son. So thank God for that. Let me ask you, exactly on this girl's weekend where you brought your kids, how many white claws were involved? <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing too hard. That was a six-pack laugh, Tad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 404-741-0985. What happened when your kid ran off? It's Tad, Drex, and Kara talking about what happened when your kid ran off. It is seriously, it'll stop your heart in mm -hmm. a second. It happens to every parent at least once. Yep. It's a day and a story that you'll never forget. To the phones we go at uh, 404-741-0985. Lauren in Kennesaw. My three-year-old son was missing and I got all the neighbors involved. We were running around looking for him all over the place. Finally, we found him standing, stark naked, staring <laughs> up at, at the power lines, looking at a pair of tennis shoes that someone had strung over the power line. New locks and doorknob covers became the new way of life for my family. <laughs> I was going to say he was naked. Was he looking for a pair of shoes? Was he looking for an outfit? Oh, no, 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 okay. he, he wasn't naked. He was naked. When you're oh, naked, yeah. you're nude with, when you're, and you're up to no good. <laughs> you don't need shoes when you're naked, apparently. That's right. That's right. right. <laughs> Thank you so much for the call. John in Jefferson, what happened when your kid ran off. Well, we have a child uh, with Down syndrome who, when he was younger, uh, used to be an escape artist. And one day when uh, my wife went up to shower, she had left our oldest child in charge of watching him. And he slipped out of the front door oh. and apparently went to the neighbor's house. Oh, and she was working in her office and oh. heard someone upstairs. And I guess, you know, she has a couple of kids, but she didn't think anything about it. Yeah. And then a few minutes later, realized, you know, all my kids are at school. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Went up to investigate, found our son, brought him back home um, to the oldest child at the front door, who 
did not tell either of us that any of this had happened. Smart, so he found kid. Out. Smart kid. What was the attraction about the neighbor's house? Did they have particularly good snacks? No. Um, I think he had maybe tried a couple other houses and then just you know <laughs> found found her door to be unlocked. He's like Goldilocks. Like Goldilocks, yeah. <laughs> All morning long, we've been talking about kids running off. It seems like this time of year is when kids are like, oh, it's the birds are sorting around. I don't know what happens. And the, great, the, the best part about this is you know, hearing from parents who have had kids that run away is there is no parent shaming involved with this because no. it's happened to everybody, all of us. Every single one of us. If you have a kid, they have or they will they run off on you. <laughs> Fran and coming, what happened when your four-year-old wandered off? She was in a speech program where we lived in Florida and the school bus would pick her up from the county school, take her to an elementary school, have speech, take her back to the daycare. She was four. That is way too much transportation for a four-year-old. <laughs> she conned the bus driver to take her on an extra lap. To where? Well, to drop other kids off and then take her back to the daycare. And stop by and get some ice cream. <laughs> Basically. And the daycare called me and says, hey, uh, do you have Sarah? Oh. What are you talking about? And they said, she's not here. By the time I got to the daycare, which was from work, maybe five minutes, she had gotten off the bus. And I'm like, what happened? And they said the bus driver took her for a ride. Well, and the chances are that bus driver was a grandma. And anytime a four-year-old asks anyone like a grandma to do something, they just do it. Mm -hmm. like, you know, they don't say Oh, no, 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 no. This is a strong-willed child <laughs> they installed a seat belt for this child on the bus because she was so strong-willed and decided to walk up and down the aisles <laughs> <laughs> they had to restrain her on normal days right <laughs> yes my gosh uh jennifer and griffin hi turns out that the most magical place on earth was not so magical for you <laughs> It was terrifying. When my daughter was about five, both my parents and I took both my children to Disney World. And there's a section where you can visit the homes of Mickey and Minnie and Donald and all of those. Well, the boys decided to go ride a ride because they didn't want to do the girl stuff. Mm -hmm. And we stopped to take a brief break. And my daughter was in her stroller and we were getting snacks out. We turned around to hand her her juice cup and she was gone. <sighs> Park security were on the radios. They were oh, great. No. We were panicking. It turns out she was right around the corner in Minnie's house baking a cake. <laughs> <laughs> the longest 10 minutes of my life. So you guys didn't have to go to like Disney security because I'll bet they have like a, you know, a code Pinocchio whenever there's a kid missing. <laughs> it was probably seconds, but it seemed like hours yeah. later. Literally, probably 30 seconds after we found her, I put one of those child leash things on her. <laughs> you know, we asked this question on our Facebook page, and it's like thousands of people saying, my kid ran off. Next thing you know, I got them a harness and a leash, and I don't care what people have to say. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Tad and Drex Show on B98.5. Kara keeps you in the know every morning. It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. We are protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 822, partly cloudy, warm today, 84. Braves beat the Cubs again, 5 nothing last night. I guess that uh, sage works. <laughs> uh, same two teams, of course, tonight, 720 at Truist Park. What else is going on there, Kara? 
You know, we've seen a lot of strange shortages over the past year. Hair dye, video games, coins, lumber. But this latest one really hurts. Restaurants across the country are reporting a shortage of chicken wings. <gasps> I know. Just as the weather starts to get incredible and you want to fire up the grill, it's going to be a little bit harder to find your favorite thing. So this is specifically for the bone-in fresh wings. The frozen boneless options are a little more readily available, but I guess the meat processors are having a really hard time keeping up with demand. And of course, with all that means the prices of existing supply is going to be increasing. So... If chicken wings is one of your favorite thing, good luck. Whenever they have statistics about, you know, chicken wings around the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and stuff, yeah. and they talk about the numbers, you got to realize, like, the drums, I think, are, are their legs, right? And then the flats are their actual wings. How many chickens are, they're not even running around. They're just sitting around without any legs or wings for them to be able I, to do that. I don't want to, I don't like to think about the actual animal when I'm eating it. Yeah. You know, that kind of ruins the well, other And then sure. I think about like the boneless chicken. How do you grow up without any bones? It's oh crazy. What well, part of the body it? is the sauce, Tad? Since you know <laughs> the anatomy so well. <laughs> Let's get a good feeling. Yeah. Sometimes I get a good feeling. I hope you've been saving up your pennies for when the concerts get fired back up again because I know these artists are ready to get back on the stage and make some money again. Mm -hmm. And I think the rest of us are ready to get back out there and see some live music. So we're already seeing a little trickle out of what people are going to do. Bon Jovi is getting ready to do some drive-in theater shows. They're not actually going to be there. They've filmed a concert somewhere and they're going to be playing it in the drive-in at Atlanta Starlight Theater and the Tiger Drive-In on May 22nd. They're a little late on that. Yeah, I think so too. Bon Jovi waited too long to cash on the old let's do one (laughs) concert and beam it to everywhere and make trillions of dollars. But there'll be so many Buicks there. (laughs) But also, Mark Anthony, J-Lo's baby daddy and ex-husband, he's going to be at State Farm Arena September 5th and I think those tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. And that's a legit concert. And that's a legit concert. Like concert a real live human Farm. being, people yes, in the stands. Sir. You're calling Mark Anthony a live human being? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Forgive and forget with Tad and Drex on B98.5. You need forgiveness. We help you ask for it. Bryce is on the phone right now. He's got a 16-year-old daughter. And your wife, Bryce, has been going through your daughter's diary. Yep. About a week ago, she told me that she'd been reading our kid's diary. And you're against this? Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, I want to be in my daughter's life. I don't want to have her just running wild and not knowing what she's doing or who she's hanging out with. But it's, I think, going in her diary is a little too much, even for a parent. This is a bit of a role reversal. I would think that the dad would want to know exactly everything that's going on, and mom would be like, it's her privacy, and be a little <laughs> bit more calm because mom usually has been in that situation. Yeah. And, oh, you, I need to introduce you to my mother in law. <laughs> She puts the nose in nosy. All right, so your wife's going through your daughter's diary. Did she find anything? Uh, I don't know. I didn't want to know. Uh, what I did was I bought a lock. I just told her it was something to put on to keep her little brother and sister out of it. Oh. She didn't Smart. think that was weird? Like, why was his dad's giving well, me this? Well, I, I mean, I didn't, like, throw her little brother and sister under the bus, but I just said, you know, just to, just in case, you know, just to be safe, just for your privacy, you know, stuff like that. And I didn't want to... You know, try try not to make it a bigger thing than it is. Uh, Bryce, does your wife Kate know that you're the one responsible for the lock? Well, uh, she ain't said it, but I've been getting the silent treatment for a couple of days, so. 
right, so you need to ask forgiveness for buying the lock? I need to ask forgiveness for something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bryce, we'll get your wife on the phone and let her know that it was you that bought that lock and see if we can patch things up. Forgive and forget on B98.5. Is it too late now to say sorry? You need forgiveness. Tad and Drex help you ask for it. Bryce says that his wife, Kate, has been sneaking into their 16-year-old daughter's room and reading her diary. He's against this, so he bought his daughter a lock for her diary. He told the 16-year-old it was to keep her little brother and sister out, but actually it was his wife, Kate, that was going in there. And now Kate's been giving him the silent treatment. Bryce needs forgiveness and to clear things up. Sit tight, Bryce, as we get your wife, Kate, on the phone. Okay. Hello? Kate, good morning. It's Tad Drex and Kara at B98.5. Oh, um... Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> the reason we're calling is we're asking about diaries. We were just talking about diaries on our show, and your name came up. <laughs> yes. What do you know so far? <laughs> you were reading your daughter's diary. <laughs> Correct? I mean, yeah. I, I, don't know, I don't know why I asked. We clearly don't know. What prompted you to do this? Why are you going through her diary? I've been a little worried because she recently started talking to a counselor at her school, and, you know, the counselor, you know, won't tell us what it is because, you know, she Darn can't. Darn you, HIPAA laws. Right? <laughs> I know, I know. And and my kid, I mean, she's zipped up tight. She won't say anything. So I figured, you know, I have to go sleuthing. So I started reading her diary. Yeah. And did you find anything incriminating? It's definitely not as bad as I thought it was going to be, but she's definitely pretty mad at my husband. <laughs> So, oh, no. Kate, you're reading your daughter's diary and you find out that your daughter is actually upset with your husband over something? Yeah. Normally they're really, really close, you know, and and it's, uh, she's real mad. <laughs> How much of the diary is dedicated to discussions about your husband, like her anger toward your husband? I would say it's been coming up at least a couple times a week. Cause she writes in it daily and it's been coming up a couple times a week. Well, what the hell does it have to do with Kate, that's Bryce. In, <laughs> this is a, a feature we do on our show called Forgive and Forget, and he had called looking for forgiveness. That's how we knew about the diary in the first place. Well, she f***ed at you. I'm surprised you don't know what you did. I also didn't know about the counseling. That would have been nice to get a heads up about. So why is your daughter upset with Bryce? Well, he won't let her get her ears pierced. Oh, God. I mean, it's just an ear piercing. I don't think, I mean, I got mine pierced when I was younger than she is, so I don't think it's a big deal. And I don't think that her dad should get to say what she gets to do with her body. Hey, Kate, um, there's also the issue, guys, of the lock. Where where did this lock come from? Yeah, I, mean, I, I bought it. I don't it, know where it know. came from. Uh, Wait, she what? You bought I gave it to her. I told her it was just to keep the, the other kids out of it. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was to keep me out. Well, and them, too. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? I'm definitely not telling you anything else that was in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. It has two keys. Oh. oh my gosh. <laughs> Y'all are going to go snooping together now. Oh man. For big stuff, I guess, yeah. For ear piercings? <laughs> and then I'm sure tattoos are going to come up with something. Oh god, stop. <laughs> Forgive and forget on B98.5. All right. Coming up tomorrow, Josh needs to ask his girlfriend's forgiveness 
uh, really to convince her to move out of the guest room and maybe even start talking to her. <laughs> uh, that's coming up on Forgive and Forget tomorrow morning at 7. There's a lot going on in the world. And we tell you about the important stuff. It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. 726, we're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Partly cloudy. It's going to be warm today with a high of 84. Braves beat the Cubs 5-0 last night. Same two teams tonight, 720 at Truist Park. What else is happening, Kara? What's the most of one item you've ever purchased? I just purchased 24 bottles of Newman's own red wine vinaigrette salad dressing. <laughs> Four bottles? 24 bottles. They don't sell them in stores. I've looked everywhere. So when I saw them on Amazon, I had to buy the last of them. Where do you store That's them? That's funny. I have a home. Okay. I have a home, a closet home space, filled and with stuff, cabinets. <laughs> well, Taddy, DeKalb County's got you beat. They just snatched up 20,000 boxes of unsold Girl Scout cookies. Wow. That's $80,000 worth of Girl Scout cookies. Now, due to the pandemic, our local scouts have over 700,000 boxes worth almost $3 million just hanging out in a warehouse somewhere waiting to have a home in our belly. Tad, as a DeKalb County, you're the only DeKalb County resident mm-hmm. amongst us. I mean, does that bother you at all? Do you not drive around DeKalb County going like, well, I think we could have used that $80,000 here or there. Yeah, that giant pothole that just swallowed my entire car. Mm, well, DeKalb County CEO Michael Thurman says that the investment wasn't just about buying a bunch of Girl Scout cookies, but it was supporting the future of the young girls of DeKalb County. Oh, no, no, no. You don't have to tell me that. I was going to say Girl Scout cookies is absolutely an understandable expenditure. I'm for it. <laughs> uh, it was 20,000 boxes and they spent $80,000. So yeah, they paid $4, $4 a box. box. So they paid rack rate. Mm-hmm. As the economist on the show, that bothers me because yeah. we have a supply, oh, and, de- my goodness. We have a supply right. and demand issue. If there's a lot of it, they should have gotten a deal. Yeah, they're buying in volume. Right. Yeah. And it's just sitting there. Well, come on. You know, without this cookie program, many of the ladies from low income households couldn't afford I to don't participate care. in the scouts so I don't uh, care. you can pay the four dollars nope. what are they going to do with all those cookies though a lot of them are going to go to the atlanta community food bank to be distributed and then they're going to give out a whole bunch with their monthly drive-through care basket give out that's this saturday so if you want to get your hands on some of these unsold boxes of cookies drex show me the cookies.com no no i want a deal can now, we get a good feeling please <laughs> No doubt, baseball players are some of the most superstitious people in the world. From wearing the same stinky socks all season to gosh knows what else they do. If Dansby Swanson has enough sage to last the rest of this season, the Braves should have a whole lot of fun. After the awful showing against Arizona earlier this week, Dansby decided to take matters into his own hands before the game on Monday and did some cleansing of the bad juju. He was running all over the place, burning sage. He was on the field. He was back in the house. He was everywhere. And I guess it worked because they beat the Cubs that night and then they smashed them last night. So we'll see if we can keep this good juju moving tonight at 720. How much did he pay for the sage tracks? I don't. Well, there's probably a shortage of that, which he should have paid more for. Simple (laughs) economics, people. Come on. She's in the know about everything happening in pop culture. Can you beat her? It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. We're brought to you by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Hey, Katie in Atlanta. Hey, how's it going? Would you kick Kara out of the studio? 
Bye, Kara. Bye, Katie. Good luck. Thanks. We're going to ask you five pop culture trivia questions. These are very tough questions. We'll bring Kara back in, ask her the same questions. If you can answer more right than Kara, she's going to have to pay you $100 of her own money, okay? Sounds good. Question one, the backup quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens just got a giant Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle tattoo on his leg. How many Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are there? Four. Number two, John Stamos will mentor American Idol contestants this week. Was Uncle Jesse Danny Tanner's brother or brother-in-law? Brother-in-law. Come Number on now. three, you seem like you're handling these questions all yeah. right. Yeah. Number three, Fox is developing a new animated Flintstone series. Elizabeth Banks will voice Fred and Wilma's child. Who's that? Pebbles. Number four, Braves player Dansby Swanson was seen burning sage around Truist Park to get the team out of a funk. What single-digit number does Dansby wear? Uh, four. Number five, Disney unveiled their new Cinderella-inspired cruise ship yesterday. What's Cinderella's evil stepmother's name? Doesn't she just call her stepmother? Mm, she's got a name. Cinderella's stepmother. Uh, right, we're going to bring uh, Kara back yeah, in. Sorry. How did we do? Yeah, Katie in Atlanta, you were rocking and rolling for, through the first three questions, so you got those right. Three is the number to beat Kara. Right, They're tough Kara. this morning. Same questions, number one. The backup quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens just got a giant Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle tattoo on his leg. <laughs> How many Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are there? There are four. You know, I thought Kara was going to name them all, too. I can. <laughs> I bet you could. All right, Katie said that as well, one-to-one. Please don't. Number two, <laughs> John Stamos will mentor American Idol contestants this week. Was Uncle Jesse Danny Tanner's brother or brother-in-law? He was his brother-in-law. Yeah, Uncle Jesse was married to the wife who passed away. Sad story. All right, two to two. <laughs> Thanks, Drake. Danny was married to the wife that passed right. away. Right. Number three, Fox is developing a new animated Flintstone series. Elizabeth Banks will voice Fred and Wilma's child. Who's that? Pebbles. Yeah, that's what Katie said. Three to three. Number four, Braves player Dansby Swanson was seen burning sage around Truist Park to get the team out of their funk. What single-digit number does Dansby wear? Number seven? Lucky number seven. Katie said four. All right. Uh, right now, the score is four to three. Finally, number five. Disney unveiled their new Cinderella-inspired cruise ship yesterday. What's Cinderella's evil stepmother's name? Oh, I have no idea. Tad, any guesses? No. Lady Tremaine, very sinister. All right, final score I this morning. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> final score this morning is four to three. Katie in Atlanta, are you smarter than Kara? Apparently not. All right, Kara, 1,014 wins and just 35 losses. Ooh, ooh. Sorry, Katie. Thanks. If you were listening to that and in your mind you would have beat Kara, then you've got no excuses. You need to go to tadandrex.com and sign up to play Are You Smarter Than Kara? We play every weekday morning. 6.35 and 7.35. Good job, not great job, Katie. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.